Yo, what's Gucci? It's your girl Wilhelmina Jones, aka the Empress Raw, checking in live right now for another episode of Straight Raw. And today we have a specially invited guest that's gonna kick in the door with us. So go ahead and introduce yourself to the people that don't know you. Jack's the messenger. Yay! On the check-in, all right, and who do we have tonight at the roundtable discussion? Go ahead and check in with me, please. It's your girl, Envy. Oh, okay. It's Shea Bay in the building. Yeah. And it's definitely Papa Boy King here, the producer. Whoa, what you sound sexy. Like, you just <laughs> came off a vacation or something. What's really happening? What's really good? Speaking about coming back, like, I'm so happy to be back. The last time I was... Oh man, I done been to Hawaii and came back from vacation and everything. I brought you guys a few things too, so I want to give that to you as well. But we have so many hot topics to get into, so I just want to jump straight into it. But before I do that, I want to holler at Jax a little bit. I want him to tell me um, more about himself, his company. And this past weekend, he had a men's empowerment. Yes, ma'am. So I want to know about you and all about that because I was very excited um, to hear that the men were having a brunch. I wanted to yeah. pull up, you know, because <laughs> that excited me. Usually you hear women all the time having, you know, brunches and empowerment and all right, this right. type of stuff. So I'm, I was very excited to see that men... men. We're, we're doing one doing a brunch so yeah. please for the people that don't know you um tell them a little bit more about yourself and what you have going on and more about this men's empowerment brunch that just went down over the weekend okay so i go by the name jackson messenger i'm a spoken word artist and an author uh, i founded modi messengers which is a publishing company and also have a talent management company uh, by the name of Messengers Talents, we have some models, comedians, some actors, and I'm a I'm also a, a talent under that label, under the umbrella as well, as a spoken word artist. And um, I've written a couple of books. I went on to start my own um, publishing company, and I got connected with this law firm because I'm also in law school. And uh, yes. so, so my, my publishing company, and along with the law firm, we teamed together. We teamed up together to uh, put together this men's apartment brunch. I had this concept because, you know, I'm in a lot of meetings. I'm in a, diff a lot of different rooms. And two things that I notice when I'm in these rooms. Um, one, they don't look like me. And when I'm finally in a room of people that look like me, they're women. And I'm like, where are the men at? Where are the men, where are the men not here? And it hit me that, you know, some men, you know, some people reach, reach out to me all the time. Upcoming entrepreneurs because, you know, I have several businesses. They ask me for advice. They ask me how do I get started. And, you know, just things that I feel are common sense. And it's only like that for me because I've been doing this for a while. And and I realized that it's not that the men don't want to. They just don't have that foundation. They don't understand or they don't have the resources. And the people that do have the resources, they cuffing it. They cuffing game. They don't want to help nobody, um, especially in a city, man. Like, people don't want to help anybody. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to change the narrative. So I wanted to create something where, like, we can build off each other. Like, we can go so much farther if we come together so in we came, what way like uh just sharing resources just, support okay. team sharing resources you might you might have a painting company i may be able to build a house 
we work together on a project, we, we maximize profits, you know, maximize and resources. resources and everything else. And we come together and you take me on your project, I take you on mine. And Just now building a network, a network pretty much. And now we have everything under one umbrella. So now we can accomplish anything. Because we have the painter, we have the builder, we have architecture, we have everybody. We have somebody that's, that can help us with the permits, everybody. And we could do so much more right. in, instead of just trying to be the man. Everybody wants or to be the man. do it by themselves. Yeah, and do it by themselves. And you stretch yourself thin and you fall down. You can't get back up because you don't use all your resources. Right. Had you been working with other people and everybody's putting a little bit here, everybody chipping a little bit here and there, then the stress is not on you. And, you're, and when you have more available to you, you can do multiple things instead of focusing all on one thing. Mm-hmm. And so that was the, the logic behind it. We had some dope speakers come out. And, you know, so much more comes with entrepreneurship. You know, as any, any business owner knows, uh, a lot comes with it. A lot of stress comes with it. So we talked, we spoke on mental health, physical health. We spoke about credit repair. Uh, we had some attorneys um, speak on, for, on, on, on dealing with criminals and how we're perceived. Uh, just business tips and all around as well-rounded men and what it takes to, to, to strive in the society, especially black men. Yes. So it, it was a dope experience, the first annual one. The second one, we already started working on it. It's going to be bigger and better, even though I think this one was pretty dope. Um, I had a lot of fun, man. I, I, uh, we did some networking. People uh, did some networking as well. I think some people got a lot out of it. That's great because, you know, a lot of times, too, like you said, as far as black men, you know, in society – it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of times you guys feel like you don't have a lot of support. So right. I thought that was very good to have young black entrepreneurs come mm-hmm. together and, yeah. you know, talk about everything. I was very impressed. So Thank you. Thank you. That's what's up. Keep up yeah. the good work. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Let's get a yes. You know what I'm saying? Because most of the time. In the news, we always seeing like negative stuff about the men. We not talking mm-hmm. about the great and the positive things that's going on in the community. So when I saw you doing that, I was like, "That's pretty dope," and I support that because yeah, it is a lot of um, women empowerment right. and brunches. Right. And you know what's crazy? You know how much women? How many women reached hit me up? Like right, because I wanted to be there. Yeah, though. women. They were like they were offering to volunteer. What can we do to help? They just want to be a part. When they saw the panel that we had, they saw that things that we had going on. And the men. Right. And, mm-hmm. and they want to yeah, they wanted to come you for know, the men too. Yeah, because you know, we want to know too, like where the young black entrepreneurs hang out at. They hang like, out at the gentleman's empowerment brunch. Oh, they sure okay. do. They sure do. Oh. So <laughs> next time I gotta make sure I come in with Noli's cupcakes and you know. Yeah, Noli's Noli's shout out to Noli's. They were a vendor at the at the gentleman's empowerment brunch. They mm-hmm. did their thing. Yeah, well, I'm, you know I was there and I'm not gonna lie, I appreciate everybody that came out and um supported. The men there they were, they were very supportive. Yeah. Um, I actually sold all of my cupcakes, so and I enjoyed it. You know, I, I bring none for us, but it's cool. You're looking at the different men. <laughs> yeah, making money and looking at men. What more can you ask for? I'm gonna be a vendor next time or something. I gotta be there, but I really like that. I really um, hope y'all keep that up because we need, we definitely need more of that. All right, so we want to just jump straight into the hot topics. And speaking about the men's, um, Tory Lanez got on social media, or what was he doing? He actually had an interview with Joe Budden, and he really made a statement, and he was talking about dating women in his tax bracket. And, you know, we posted about it on Wilhelmina's World, 
and I and the response and stuff has been crazy just about what he said. We have a little clip, so I want to go to it so you can actually hear what he said, and then we're going to talk about it. When it comes to women, it's like I have this line with women when they're like, yo, can you buy me this? Shorty, I thought you was up. You can't buy yourself that? Mm. If you can't oh, buy yourself shit. that, you can't fuck with a nigga in my tax oh, bracket. Oh, man. Where are these women? Period. If you can't buy yourself a Gucci bag, you can't fuck with me in my tax bracket if that's what we're talking about. Oh, I'm scared. But luckily, I'm a down do to earth. For a living. But that's the thing. I'm a down to earth nigga. If short, if you come on some, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about a Gucci bag. I'm not going to ask you for that shit. I'm not going to try you like that. But if you have the nerve to try me like I'm a trick and say, yo, give me this bag, I'm going to ask you, shorty, do you not have enough money to buy that bag? And if you don't, don't fuck with me. Mm. You talking about bags. I'm more so meant like a little I'm just saying. American apparel for Right. So, you know, he's basically saying if you not in my tax bracket or you one of the girls that's talking about, oh, you got to get me a Gucci bag or this and that, like you should be able to have one for yourself. So if you don't or you're not on that level, how can you really ask a guy or expect for them to, you know, gift you with that? So what do you think about that? Because I feel that. He's right. You can't expect that, you know what I'm saying, you're not at a certain level and you expect, oh, the guy's supposed to um, do this for me or get this for me if you're not really getting it yourself. So what did you think about that? I don't think he said anything wrong, to be honest with you, because a lot of men who are rich, they do date women within their tax bracket. And a lot of the girls that don't have money, all they worry about is Gucci bags and all this shit or whatever. So when they do talk to those type of women, they probably get tired of that. That's all you want, like a Gucci bag that's going to get old and um, be out of season, you know, within the next couple of months or whatever. Like, you know, so I don't see anything wrong with him saying that. Yeah, you got to blame the city girls for that, too, because I'm pretty sure the whole summer was just, ooh, before you get me, you got to get me a bag or get me this or oh, this get me that. Oh, this been going on way before no, so, city so girls, but I feel course, what you're Of course, them. but the fact yeah. that now it's in the top of their head, like the, the first part of their head is like, the first thing I'm going to say is, how are you and ooh, can I get a bag? That's like the next thing that they're saying. He's mm-hmm. like, listen, I got an immediate clap back for that. Like, yeah. where your money at? Like. Mm-hmm. How'd you come here? How'd mm-hmm. you meet me? Like, if you came on the bus, go back on a bus. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. a lot of these men get taken advantage of too, because these girls be trying to talk to them because they have money just to get all this stuff out of them. So I, that's probably kind of like security for him, where he mm-hmm. feel like, okay, you know what? She got money, I got money too. Maybe she's not after my money. Yeah. And if they want to do it, then yeah, they're gifting themselves. It's not like something where or I something go. you beg for or something you ask for. Right, he, he, he said that if he wants to give you that, if you're yeah. not on that, then I'll do that too. But my thing is, why is this even news? You feel me? Because think about the narrative. Women could say all day, every day on social media, I don't want no broke man, I don't want no broke man. But mm-hmm. as soon as a man says, I don't want no broke girl, it's, it's, a, it's news. Or he's not a real man, or he's not this and the other. I mean, or he's alienating a bunch right, of women. Right, but don't like, you think oh. a man of certain stature want to somebody on his level too? Like... Man, we're looking we tired, for we equal. Tired, yeah, we tired of broke women equal? too. We tired of paying all your bills too. Say that. You I, agree. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I feel like the type of women that would be offended by his statement are the women who they're just looking for that. Right. Um, of because course. the way I see it, like I was having this com- um this conversation with Empress, is that basically like usually with most men, because I come from men, I come from a big family, I have a lot of uncles, so. 
if a man really loves you, even in terms of family-wise, say we're not even talking about relationships, even family, they're going to do by, right by you regardless. Like, it shouldn't be something you asking for or begging a man for anything, especially if y'all not even in that space to be asking for a bag, much less to be begging for one. Um, I just feel like if you're in the relationship for the right reasons, you holding it down, you keeping it 100, you're being the woman you should be, when your birthday come around, it's nothing to drop a bag on you. Nothing whatsoever. So I just, I completely agree with Tori. I just feel like some women, they may be after that, but it's like, sweetheart, you can't be asking, and that's the key word, asking Mm -hmm. for this level, champagne taste with beer money. I just don't see it. <laughs> I, I, I um actually heard a, a minute ago this girl on social media. She went viral. I think her name was OG Nunu, and she was basically saying like, if a nigga meets you and you was wearing Forever Twenty One, and that's the you know point that you at, like don't expect the Gucci bags and stuff. Like, bitch, be happy if you get a little um fashion over gift certificate or whatever like that. But don't be expecting like. Oh, I'm I'm in my you know forever 21, and I'm supposed to be getting Gucci and stuff like that. But you meet me, and I got my Gucci bag and my Yeezys or whatever. I, I you, you got to meet me where yeah, I'm at, bro. Keep that up. I, I like the girl who will take the the. Who will take the Gucci, but she'll she'll kick the hell out of some ever twenty one. Like she don't need it every day. It's right, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Definitely, I say it's definitely. I saw an interesting tweet just now, um, with someone giving their perspective and saying the tweet says the issue with that Tory Lanez clip is that nine times out of ten niggas like that lead with money. Then get mad that a woman takes them up for it. Okay, bozo. Oh, well, that's true, too. Because there's a lot of them out there that be flexing and, you know, flashing money and all that. But then when the girl come at them, what's good with a bag and stuff? Now you a gold digger. Like, yeah. listen, same, listen. Same coming out there same like same that. The listen, listen. I, 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 like I've heard of men being tricks and stuff. Like, that. that's that's always Me been too. the case. So, so <laughs> I like, I could, I could understand somebody saying that. But, you know, there's... Wait a minute! What? No, I can understand somebody saying that, but at the same time, that person is not really paying attention to what's going on. Like I said, he going back to the trained. first. But that's like that's like the girl who posts ass shots on Instagram yeah. all day. Mm-hmm. They get mad on her DM. With, like what's you're wearing good? a costume. But like you feel me? You put it out I there. You getting sides. the energy? You put out I there. You getting it back? I see both sides because yeah. I had a homeboy too. Like I guess his tax bracket went up and. Instead of the car he was driving before, he upgraded to a Range Rover. Mm. So, obviously, when you get to a status car, I'm using that with quotes, a status car, the type of women that I see gravitate towards them tend to be those kind of materialistic women. And then he was having a conversation with me. He was like, yeah, you know, a lot of the girls, they try to talk to me because of the car or whatever. But I think about it, I'm like, you know, when men really get cars or they buy certain stuff, I think that sometimes that is the motivation. Like, I thought that was old. Wait, 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 wait a uh, second. Let me, let me say uh, that. Okay. It's always been the motivation. The big car, big trucks to get the big ladies, the, you know, the big watches to make sure that she see you from across the room, the big chain, all that. But what's happened is, like, the narrative has changed to where, for a good while, like, women just been like, well, I want it too, so you got to give it to oh, me as well. Entitled. So it's like this equal kind of like, oh, tit for tat, like, oh, you going to give me that? I got to get that. You got to give me that? Or you going to give this up? I got to pay for that. And if you're going to pay for that, then I got to get this. And it became this. 
thing where we're just like, is this a generational thing for real? Yeah. Right, but bitches really busting it down for a Popeye's chicken sandwich or <laughs> yeah. less, but really be flexing like you gotta have this to get that. Like, right. but we could go on about that for hours. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna just end that right there and go into the next topic, which is a little more serious. And I've been seeing it all over social media, um, all over the news, where it's like a sex trafficking epidemic is going on. And um, I remember being in Atlanta earlier this year, like, during the Super Bowl, and I heard a commercial come on, and it was like, um, ladies, be careful because, um, you know, there's sex traffic going on. And I'm like, what? So just seeing on social media, they said there's like a road between Atlanta and Alabama, which is actually... um, where most of these people have been getting caught. And the scariest part is people are doing this, um, driving Ubers and picking up these girls. And it's just like, it's so crazy because it's a lot of black women um, that's been missing in the last few months or pretty much throughout the year. And it's just getting uh, bigger and bigger. And uh, a rumor is going on that it's... um, about organ harvesting and if that's the truth just regardless it's just very scary even in my area um in south miami i've been hearing or seeing reports about the different vans and stuff driving around and following people and it's like you can't even get in an uber you can't even go on a walk by yourself as a female it's really scary like have you been hearing about it what do you feel about that it's always been that way Cause um, my cousins, they stay in Texas, and they were actually they were actually um, damn I forgot the amount, but um, different um, they were missing Mexican and Black girls, young girls. They're like in middle school, high school, elementary school, and they were stealing kids from bus stops and all that stuff. It got to the point where parents got scared. And they stopped dropping the kids off to the bus stop and had to drop them off to the school um, because they didn't want their kids getting kidnapped. Um, but this has been going on for a very, very long time. But and more recently, it's just been in the news a lot more. Yeah, let, I, I heard another story about a young lady who, I think she was out in Houston. She's like, um, basically, she had an issue with her car and her her boyfriend or husband was like, hey, you know, just catch, just, Uber just catch your Uber, make sure the kids get over there and, you know, get your Uber to work. I'll find out where the car is. And she jumped in the car with this guy and he was just turning left, right, 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 left, left, right. And she was like, this is nowhere this is close to my, my job. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, don't worry about it. So eventually she just thought to herself, like, hey, as soon as I get the opportunity to jump out, she rolled the fuck out. I'm going to jump out. And sure enough, she did that only to find out that. You know, he was, yeah, he was trying to back into a warehouse. Yeah. And um she was like, you know, she she just realized something wasn't right and so she was able to jump out and run. And it's like, man, it's crazy to, for me to be saying like to my niece, like if you catch an Uber now, you gotta make sure the child lock is not on before you get in there. Mm-hmm. And like we just have to be more aware of what's going on and um you know i think i'm gonna go ahead and get a bazooka because <laughs> i'm just like bruh like they roll up on me gonna get that fat, fat. i'm sorry <laughs> like i can't but, even watch but, like, but what about 
what, what I about gotta protect myself. the recoil on the bazooka? Like, you might get hurt too. Like, oh, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but I, I don't yeah, know. I Honestly, I don't really. I really don't. If I had a gun, like niggas with a bean got popped out. But um, that's a fact. I don't really know if I want to, you know, go into that. But some type of protection. I'm not gonna say yeah. pepper spray either because I've been a gun goofy having to spray myself. A taser, really a parking knife, do what electric. You do. Not, not even the parking knife. Yeah. Parking knife means you're gonna confront somebody. That means you're gonna have to put your strength against that person's strength. I mean, take a maze, take them. take a taser, you know, nah, because a lot of these, a lot of these situations, especially what these ladies say, is like they, all these thoughts run through their mind, and as soon as they start to feel the action, some fear comes into play, exactly. so you'd never want to say, get Both a pocket knife, and, right and now you got a woman trying to it's think. It's cool to say, because I saw them, I saw somebody post a clip of like this, like, fold-up gun. And I'm like, okay, if yeah. we're gonna have to unfold guns, <laughs> like hey, by the time you even get that thing open, it's it's a wrap. But um, honestly, yeah, it's really sad to see because honestly, you know, it's hard enough being just first of all black in America, then adding black and woman together. So not only are you dealing with women's issues, you're dealing with being black as well. I just somebody brought up the point that. I think there was like a um, there was an issue where there was this guy who was killing women. Um, I forgot where exactly it was happening. Rodney but Reed. No, no. That, that's not him. That's um, not him. It's some other clip that I saw going viral, and basically the guy said that the reason why he was killing black women was because who who was gonna give a damn anyway mm -hmm. if something happened to them? Like, and it really made me sit and think, cause I'm like, it's true. Like anytime something happens to a black woman, it's no outrage like other races of people. Like it's not, we need to find her now. Like, just like the girls that was, we disappeared, nothing, find nothing. Yeah. What was, was, was the lady bland? What was the lady, Sandra uh, bland? Mm -hmm. Didn't yeah, she get the through, side. they couldn't even find what the situation, it became a t-shirt, another t-shirt episode, epidemic. And we just. Don't hear about it. It's not trending no more. Yeah. We just forget about it. But that's what every movement, I feel like in this culture, like it's popular for like two weeks and then it just you find something out. else to be mad about. Yeah. yeah, but ladies, you know, be very careful. Protect yourself. Be aware of your surroundings and, you know. More importantly, like let people know when you're about to take, if you need to take those those unnecessary trips to Lyft or Uber. Like, yeah, hey, I think I'm going to start on. doing that. And I think I'm going to start doing that for sure. Yeah, share, share, share. And I'm going to share my location, yeah. Um, jump in, make yeah. sure they know who you are because, you know, usually yeah. on the mm -hmm. app, it'll be like, are you so-and-so? Yeah, make sure they go through that whole yeah, process. Right. Hey, Cindy. Hey, Georgia. Make hey, sure it's Frank. the license plate. That's what I was earlier. Like, what's, what's going on with the with the screening of these Uber drivers that are taking these You know, Uber as long as their background checks out, anybody can pretty Right. right. So, so, so these girls go missing. Can they say the last, she was last seen in this Uber or? I don't know if they actually hacking the system or perpetrating and just pulling up because, like, for instance, you go to the airport and you ready to go or whatever, you might not, this look like the car that I said, you know, I signed up. I'm and that's why you got, yeah, yeah they, they, they start, sure that they say your name. They start ingraining, like, looking at the license plate, yeah, matching they, the they person, the name. Like yeah. yeah. But it still don't help because. Right. These people could be anybody. Uber, like, for instance, this week, I caught, well, today, I caught three Ubers a day. All three Ubers didn't have the right car. 
Yeah, yeah. That yeah I was gonna right. say, and then you just gonna pick had, the one that you see because yeah. you're ready to go. Because you know, all right, the Uber coming to my exactly. block. I know this the only Uber. Like fences, this said an Ultima. That shit was a fucking Jeep. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they and do then, mix and up. And then they'll say it's a woman, and it's yeah, the boy, the, it's a man, it's the boyfriend. Yeah, that's crazy. So he like, said that's my wife' car, or he'll. Yeah, I've been in situations like that too. Well, like, and it, it, it's a lot with like a lot of illegals and stuff. Like I hate to put it like that, but a lot of like foreign folk. Yeah, because I've gotten in lifts and I asked him, hey, are you here to pick up Sherry Ann? And he was like, he couldn't understand what I was saying. And I'm like, what? So it's just too much. It's a lot. So just be careful. Just be mindful. Um, but that brings me into the power of social media. Uh, recently, what's the guy's name that just got off? He was... Um, on death row. He was on death row. What was his name? Rodney, Rodney Roy. Yeah. Rodney, Rodney Reed. Reed. Yeah. So that was another topic that um was going crazy on social media and and that's when you really see the power of like black Twitter and all that. They uh they had where you had to sign up a, a petition. Yeah, change that org, yeah. And um go ahead, you know more about the topic. So So basically it was going viral that um they had to. They had a petition where they can stop Rodney Reed from getting executed, um, because they said that there were false accusation of him killing a woman, mm-hmm. and that's what he had a life sentence for. Um, Meek Mills reposted it. Oprah and a whole bunch of other celebrities. Kim posted Kardashian it. spoke on it. Yeah. Um. So. When they seen that, I guess, you know, they stopped the execution or whatever, and they wanted to look into um, the case. But the thing about that was on the petition, they had details there, right? Um, They got deeper into the case where they were saying that the woman that said, they said that he killed the woman because they found uh, his semen in the woman, and everybody was vouching, well, a few people were vouching for him and saying that they know that he had a relationship with the woman i think her last name is stites um and they said that it could have been her boyfriend at the the time that could have killed her um but the thing about that is i'm not gonna lie i kind of signed a petition i ain't got my name on it though but i signed a petition and um there was this girl on my timeline she was saying something about reading his actual like the dockets from his case yeah I was just this man I ain't gonna lie, this man did some shit, mm-hmm. and he's actually on—he he's actually on death row because of that one case with that one woman. But he actually raped he other girls, a lot of crime. like mm-hmm. yeah, like so that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Oh my he god, he gotta fucking go. And Wait, they stopped like, the no execution. No, 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 no. There's been cases that have yeah. been like dismissed or not been put to the because forefront he was because, already on really? death row yeah. for that case. But there's other cases where they found his semen and they found evidence, but they just didn't prosecute him because he was already on death row. So that's the thing about the justice system. They didn't see the need to have another case because he's already there. Yeah, but now that this is coming up. I don't know if this is gonna let him off the hook or or um if this is just gonna get him I'm off of death row where he doesn't get killed. Well, I'm, right. I'm, no, it's gonna trainings. get him off of death row. Oh, I work for the state prosecution pro, who are state oh. prosecutors. Mm-hmm. They're definitely gonna go after him. 
Yeah. That's for sure. They're definitely going to go after him. Especially the new up-and-coming prosecutors who want to make a name for themselves. They're definitely going to look into that. And that's crazy because the thing about it, I didn't know the whole situation. And at first, I was just going to, oh, let me get the petition. Oh, he's wrongfully accused. Let me sign it. But it's like, bruh, you better do your research and know what you're signing and what you're talking about. Because I'm not saying that, um, you know, he deserved to be executed. But imagine if he just got off completely. Like, he's still a criminal. He's still a rapist. So just don't jump on the wave because, That's the oh, power of cool. social media, though. Everybody's Sometimes. doing it. Social because one celebrity posted this Bible. Yeah, it's, so. it's, it's a narrative. That I'm you mad. Write. He should be dead by now. I'm mm. mad. Mm. That's crazy. So you wish you didn't sign the petition? Then? No, because... I'm not gonna he said lie. He, supposed, he was supposed to be dead. Because he committed them other crimes and they said that he raped a 12 year old girl. Like, what the fuck? They should beat the shit out of him in there. Sorry. Well, not sorry. I mean, well, I'm glad I didn't sign the petition. I'm one of those people, I'm a skeptic before I'm a believer. So I, I didn't really sign it. I saw a lot of people talking about it, but I'm not a. I'm not a bandwagoner. Like I like, I'm a person that likes to go read up on stuff and things like that. And I did hear about that like a couple of days ago. I'm like, dog. Like you know, it's like I understand wanting to do good, but it's like we really, as a people, cannot just as soon as something hit Twitter, Instagram, whatever, celebrities co-signing it that oh, it's Bible. Nah. Yeah, there's no discernment anymore. Like no one's doing research, etc. I really went on I, what was on that petition form. That's that's why I, I didn't do further research. I'm, I, I get a lot of. Um, I do a lot of like change.org. Um, they send me a lot of information as far as petitions. I probably this is like my eighth year with them, just looking at different things. Um, I I was gonna say when I first started, yeah, I was just like, yeah, like don't for death row. But <laughs> yeah. now, like I would say specifically after the Cynthia case that, that Kim Kardashian um, mm-hmm. took up, like I've been like reading it like like it's a magazine article now. When I'm reading the whole doctrine, I'm trying to see if there's open cases, public cases, because you really can't trust the public now. It's like it's yeah. the day where like, we'll go back to really quickly, just what to pop out. What happened with her case? Did she have something over case? No, 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 no. You saw the different times that she came to appeal that oh, they okay. just like, oh, well, you don't got the right representation, so sorry. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that, that's like sad on one end, but then you have other cases where you can just mask the whole mm-hmm. back history of somebody and just put what's, what the concern is now, and then people will just be super excited or super active about what's happening yeah don't fall for the hype like do your own research don't just be signing stuff like make sure you know what you're doing what you're getting into because after i saw all that i i honestly was like damn i'm glad i didn't sign the petition Mm -hmm. but um going on to the next topic kanye west performed sunday service at lakewood church this past week mm-hmm. um did he actually perform or i just actually saw the clips of him speaking and i did actually see him um perform in like a jail or something like yeah. that so yeah. is lakewood day, that's so. joe osteen's yeah. spot lakewood's joe so osteen's that don't make church. y'all feel weird and that's what i wanted to ask then we you just all, like, are we in like are we just missed out on hurricane season like don't y'all feel coming from florida like, i'm already not a big fan of mega churches i'm gonna be i mean he closed you. the church for for the for the hurricane victims but he got it open again, for kanye again that's social media though he's saying that's not the narrative he said that's mm-hmm. not what's going on the church was closed because they're getting it together 
to, but, to accommodate yeah. the people. Right. That's what he was but saying. Social that, media that. ran with that. I ain't gonna lie. I right. like Joe Osteen, even though he might be a big mega church um, pastor and stuff like that. I feel that um, a lot of the stuff that he talks about is real. I've read a few of his books. And I don't think, you know, I understand how people are just like, oh, it's all about making money and stuff like that or whatever at the end of the day. But, um... I, I would know. call him a prosperity preacher. Yeah, I would say yeah, that. That's what I'll but, say. And, and motivational speaker, which mm-hmm. I agree with. There are positive things of life. And yes, people do need motivation. So I'm not going to knock what he does. My personal opinion is that when I go to church, I also need to know the realness about life. Like what is to take place after this life as well. I don't mm-hmm. think it's all cookies and rainbows and sunshine. And oh, well, if you do this, you're going to be rich and successful and motivation, motivation, of course that's a part of life we have people who do this as a regular thing so of course there's a lane for that but as a if you're gonna call yourself a pastor preacher we have to talk about something other than because i remember when his dad before his dad died and he took over the preaching was way different than what it is now that made it become such a mega thing when i go to church my pastor talking about revelation um guys it's time it's about to wrap up like you got to get your ducks in a row like you need to live right this this and this what's gonna happen and whatever so that's the only thing is that i don't have a problem with mega churches it's just that i don't like one-sided preaching you have to give the whole perspective of life it's not just good motivation Oh, I need to tell you what what can help you prosper. It's well, not just that. Yeah. So, so, but, right, right, right. yeah, but also I, I, about the Book of Revelation I, I, and I, I, end times, is, and you know the like, like basically like the I proverbs. You, which is and, why I'm not a fan of him because he doesn't talk about saving your soul. He talks about make you feel good, which is why I'm not a fan of him. But I will say this though. But I will say this though. Souls, like you don't think people have come right, but every every sermon though, mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't give you that real, which is yeah, why I'm not a fan. Yeah. But I will say this: I do know a associate pastor at Lakewood Church, and he spoke about this as well as as well as Joe Osteen. Mm-hmm. A lot of things people don't know, like he doesn't take a salary from the church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people think that he gets money from the record. He doesn't it's get a salary from the, from books, the church. Yeah. He gets his money off the books that he sell. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, he uses he does he utilizes. Uses his platform of the church to do it, but he doesn't necessarily take a. We're saying that he's taking people's money. He doesn't take a salary from the church, so, so I just want to put that out there. Mm-hmm. But that's not the reason why I'm not a fan of him. Is because, like he said, I feel like he he's he's a feel good pastor to make you feel good, and you know, just put like a band aid on it, and that's what people like. That people like the people gravitate to that. People like the yes. They feel uncomfortable. Correct. I want to add to your point. So did they go? in depth to uh he's is he planning a sermon there or is he just meeting there like no, kanye already did it this was this past sunday so he so, already came and he happened. had a word so, he prayed so, up so there. basically like the reason why it doesn't feel good is because you like he said you have this guy who for real like many true christians especially those who are like in church know that he's like prosperity pastor so they know he's not giving the full Hey, getting you prepared to walk that line into that narrow hole to get to the hate, the gates of heaven. So the fact that Kanye kind of paired with him and kind of put it, it doesn't look great for him or as if like, like because, you know, you think it's just like another way for him to sell merch. You know, because at the same time, I saw so you, I, I saw I saw Jesus is like King, too. Kanye is 
not genuine in no, his no, no. talk or whatever. No, no, no. I think I think I, I think it is because you have to understand that there is different levels to Christianity. When you like when you're a baby and you went to like Catholic school, they're teaching you one thing, then you went to Bible school, then you're teaching another thing. Then as you're adult, you get to learn how that compares against the world. So if you really understand, you'd know, okay, he's probably pretty new into it. Yeah, but the, you can tell but, he's, he's new converted. But at the same time, it's not really great feeling when you feel like, okay, you're pretty new to it, and then you're kind of going to a prosperity pastor. I would prefer you go to Les Brown. <laughs> But look at the level that Kanye is. I would say he's a celebrity. He's already a public figure, so I know, and he's a celebrity pastor as well. So, so why would he have to start like at the bottom? No, 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 no. But Les Brown would be the bottom. (laughs) No, no. But I would think like you. You would think the reason why I say that is because you're kind of pairing your prosperity mission with your prosperity pastor. So it's like. You're only kind of making people feel good for the moment, but you're not really going to get them prepared for what's to come. So it's like you're not you're kind of getting people in the door, but you're not making them sit down in the pews to really open up the Bible. Right. That's the thing. So it's like that's where the the celebrity part comes. Yeah, you can get everybody to run in the church, but are they going to sit down for an hour and get in that Bible with you and learn some Bible phrases or they're just going to be listening to your motivation? You right, so did you hear Jesus I is King is coming out? I actually did didn't not listen, to listen to it. Listen to it yet? Me neither. The music industry is so oversaturated. I can't keep up with all music that drops on Friday, and I really haven't been motivated actually um, to just listen. I just wanted to take my time because you know social media mutt everything. So I wanted to wait till everybody had their opinion and all that, and just listening in my own time. But. I mean, I can't really say what that man's walk is. He came out with Jesus walks, you feel me? So I know that he always had like that spiritual side and stuff like that. But I think a lot of people just taking it as like, this is just propaganda. He's not really real. He's just doing something else like to make money. But it's like, I think it feels good. I think it's good. Look, um, but you know, it feels good, but it's pretty light. It's pretty light. My personal opinion is. That's between Kanye and God. Correct. And let me tell you something. Kanye, if you're converted, if if you're reading the Bible at home, you're really getting into God's word, I'm praying for you, brother. It is what it is because just like how nobody knows my walk, I don't know your walk. But what I will say is that people who are not doing it for the right reason, that's one thing, that's one thing you shouldn't play with is with any type of deity, religion, whatever. So what I will say is that Kanye, I really pray and hope that this is this is what you're really doing. Yeah, we all pray for him. Yeah, we all pray for This is how I'm thinking from it, from this bro. perspective that this is between you and God. And I'm not gonna have an opinion about it because I have my personal relationship. But please, I hope this is not propaganda, and I hope you're not using God's name to in, in the name of selling records and selling merch. I hope that's not the reason. I, really I just want to say this is the same guy who calls himself Jesus. Right. Yeah. I, I just want to mm. say at the same time, like I, I would have felt better with that message, but then he dropped a picture of him and Dr. Dre saying Jesus is King 2. I haven't heard the first album, but you're already working on oh, album number so he, 2. Oh, so he, he promoted it after his Yeah, yeah. Just he, he, just, he just posted Jesus is King 2. So that's where, that's where I came with this approach because I was like, you know, it's one thing to play with people, but then that, like you said, it's, that's another realm. That's when you play inside of people and, you know, you're trying to prevent people from actually 
seeing what's next after they live here or I leave here. That's so. not the case, but. But that's too heavy. That. That's too yeah, heavy. You can't say that he's because you don't know if he's being led. No, no, no. But I, like I said, I feel like it's a good thing because any reflection when I my early Christian walks, I was just trying to feel hey, good too. Everybody, I wanted so, to let you know. Yeah. Correct, correct. So at the same time, it took other instances in life to make me okay. Finally, find myself to go and pick up the Bible. So I hope that's the case with him as well. True. Yes. So also, um, in the news, I see that Kodak. Kodak Black was sentenced to 46 months for federal gun charges. 46 months. So finally, it's like everything that he's been doing, I feel, has just kind of finally caught up with him. I don't know. Maybe the woo lady was off this week. But, woo um, lady ain't off, man. She knows she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, said, they said that boy missed the payment. And they they said he missed the payment. That's right. He missed the trip. months. <laughs> And now, not only um, does he have that forty-six months, was it? What's that? Close to close to four years. Four years, it's three like years and ten months. months. If you did, three if years you know, and ten if months. You know your Kodak Joe history. He's been slapped for some years, sir. and he ended up getting off a little earlier. So we don't. But they know try to hit the, him with two more charges. charges. Yeah. Also, yeah, breaking. He news. had fed time though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They try to hit him with two more charges, you know, yeah, like thirty years. But the wool lady on it, you feel me? I yeah, he paid. He lady. paid. Contrary to popular belief, I'd rather be in federal prison than regular. To be in a yeah, yeah. and oh, so prison confinement. He's in the feds. Now. He in the feds. Yeah, because yeah, it's fed gun charges. So yeah, it's, it's, you read those charges. Uh, you read all those charges. Being in the field, I was interested. You read up all those charges. Yeah, he is. Wow. Yeah, he endangerment <laughs> wow. of a child. They, I think this was off. The, this was it? off when he was at Rolling Loud, and they pulled up. They even let the boy perform. Yeah. Nah, they caught that man right outside of Rolling Loud and said, "Oh, doo doo." So he must already had a warrant for those charges. Yeah, yeah, yeah he had. Because yeah. remember, my whole thing is they knew. Yeah, they knew. They knew it was gonna catch him. They knew it was gonna be there. They listen, love to go to events like if that. Y'all listen to that last album. He sold. It's not. I don't want to say my bread sold his soul, but. He kind of like bared his soul in a sense where he he was telling you everything that yeah. was going on. So I think the jail time is one of like people say he made he missed the payment. I think the payment is hey if you want to live, survive, be prosperous, sit your ass down for a minute. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you gotta sit. Sometimes, That's true. You get what I'm saying? Some people don't learn till they sit. Some but people, look how many times he done sat. He but been at this in long, that number since he was fifteen. At the same, at the same, that's what I'm saying. Remember, his first, the, the nigga ain't stupid. His first album was called Institution. Yeah. Mm. So you gotta realize, like the cat, when you institutionalize, it's just like somebody going through mental health. It's the same thing. You, it, one and the same almost. But my whole thing is like this. Okay, you going to Rolling Loud? Why would you come with all these straps and stuff? Like you know, because your no, situation. No, no, he had. No, they had already did it. You know how? Yeah, yeah, they they, they did so set up to know. When the yeah. feds come get you, they yeah, already they, got a case. They just knew, like, okay. Yeah, police, police pop oh, up. Feds, they do yeah. their research, homework. Yeah, they're going to they're just pull together. up and be like, your name is such and such, come with us. And that's it. Like, they already done the research. They got evidence. They can pull that's pictures out. She said, yeah. when they came and got her, she said, I'm not finding the United States of America. I mean, you know, a lot of people have different stuff to say about it. I'm. I'm not happy about it. I hate to see, like, whether he's going to do two, three, four years. It's like, bruh, like, 
you really had a chance to get out of the projects. You really had a chance to like make a career, a name for yourself, and not, not you even know, now you have to it, go and sit it, and. There was a lot of his. Time. I know a lot of his management, his road crew, a lot of them just kind yeah, of like aimlessly people, now working on another artist, trying to get to that point because it's like they put a lot of energy. Criticizing about his camp and he, you know, yeah. nobody was able to control him. But it's just like if you thinking Same about it, guys. a young jit came up got all this money put all these people in position like can you really control him or i have a i have a funny story too at the same time like like i said if you listen to that last album when you listen to this last album you listen to songs like testimony or the song yeah i think that's testimony or the song he did on um snl i think that was yeah yeah so so when you listen to that song he said they had to wipe me down and bleach mm -hmm. he telling you what yeah. happened yeah what the same cats do the same for me that i did for them when i went to jail the last time before i caught this gun charge i took that charge with somebody else mm -hmm. would them same cats do the same for me when he got out and he seen that daylight and he got that that money for being loyal to the streets. I think he started to see it. That's why yeah. he moved. Yeah. I think he started to see it. It's just that in the, at the end of the day, sometimes it catch up with you. It, it, it caught up with him, and that's what I think happened. Yeah. All right. So um, going on because there's so many different things to talk about. Um, another topic that's been an outrage has been Summer Walker and having social anxiety. And, you know, I see her name come up a lot, and, uh, and I think she's a great singer. I think her project was dope. But I don't think she was ready or realized how that success was going to hit. It's one thing when you record an artist, you in the studio, um, you know, London on the track, who was her boyfriend, very popular and stuff. But then you get a call like Drake wants to jump on the remix of your song and your whole life changes so fast within a year like you know she went to popping really heavy and if you see her you could tell she's like socially awkward um the way when she's on stage and how she performs and her interaction and everything with the fans and i saw a post where a fan was just saying like oh i'm so disappointed i went to a meet and greet and she acted a certain type of way but i think she had already put it out there like you know, she suffers from social anxiety and people will see her twerking with London on the track and stuff like, oh, this don't look like social anxiety to me. But it's different when you with somebody you in the comfort of your own home, you vibed up with somebody that you trust and then you get out in the atmosphere and you like, oh, my God, like a year ago, you wasn't famous. Not everybody knows your name. So, yeah, um, I just feel like everybody should stop attacking this girl about the social anxiety thing because it, it don't make no sense because basically what social anxiety is for those who don't know it's a disorder okay it's a mental health disorder um people who have social anxiety when you go out to events and um you uh are around a lot of people um sometimes it makes you nervous or give you anxiety and some people with social anxiety they are afraid of being embarrassed falling saying the wrong things um and are very kind of like shy and timid so whatever she does awkward yeah. yeah so whatever she does on social media behind the camera does not have anything to do with what she feels when she's in surrounded by people setting, in a yeah. public setting yeah so it's like 
It don't make no sense to come for this girl and talk about some. Oh, she's naked. She got condoms. Social anxiety, my ass. Y'all just sound stupid. <laughs> so, um, I don't I know. I feel this I don't know real unfortunate, too, because um, she, I mean, actually, before she started the tour, she was saying, oh, I already know this is my first and my last tour. So, she already knew that she wasn't going to be able to handle that. And it's like, you know, everybody always got something to say, but you're not in the position. So, it's like, how you going to tell this girl how to live her life or I just see her getting bullied a lot like oh she stinks she don't bathe this that and it's like people are human bro you don't think people read these comments when you bullying them and talking about them and laughing and then there was something else where she had a picture of like an altar like um allegedly being a witch or something and then now the Christians jumping on her saying oh she's a witch I can't support her music anymore and all this type of stuff but when you were singing, I just need some dick. I just need some love. The Christianity one, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> in the picture either, bro. So it's like um, she posted something on Instagram. Um, I think earlier today that I saw in the shade room, and basically she put as the caption. She posted a picture with her without any makeup on. She said, "One, bare face and beautiful. Two, you know the scariest shit I've been witnessing is that most of the women leaving negative comments like it's an act. I don't have the right." to act like that this because i'm famous bitch you slow or just flat out making fun of me for being vulnerable have children these women have children it makes me feel so bad because it's clear that if their children are developing or struggling with any type of mental disorder such as anxiety depression schizophrenia it'll be brushed to the side and will never receive any treatment because it'll just be an act these parents are probably so ignorant that instead of reading up on symptoms, they just whoop the child. Sad. My shit started at six. So, yes, kids have it, too. Yeah, that's crazy. And, you know, she's really going in. And just speaking of that, she's talking about it started from she was six. How do you think these kids who their mama beating them on social media in front of people and taping it? Like, you don't think that'll Mm -hmm. help? You know, start like that, start some childhood. But but that's why I said like I'm just. This is why I'm not with the fake woman empowerment or the fake. Oh oh oh, we need to start caring about mental illness. Which is it? Cause I'm not understanding. Like y'all really be crying on social media about mental illness and whatever. And when someone talks about this their disorder or what they're going through, it's it's, oh it's a joke. It's a game. We want to laugh and make fun of people about it. And it's like which is it? And then when people been in commit suicide and stuff like that, like, it's like, oh, it, it's so sad. Like, no, y'all bullies online. It's like taking away likes from y'all hoes. And- yeah, and views <laughs> and making y'all go crazy. I think the negative comments I actually, don't- like, triggered it. Like, that's probably what it was. Maybe it was the, the baths and all the jokes. She probably was reading everything that people were saying about her. And it probably just came to search. Triggered, yeah. Yeah, so it's like... Damn, like I hope she gets the help she needs because she's very talented and stuff like that. I it's just don't agree but with I think her that, team. Um, Lauren Hill probably went through the same thing. Like it was just like no. Well, she she said she she basically said, but I can't deal with this fake industry shit. Like, I just don't agree with her team. Um, booking a meet and greet. I know some artists, they so big, they don't even have a meet and greet. Like Drake, um, Justin Bieber, stop having a meet and greet. Beyonce, for damn sure, don't have a meet and greet. Mm-hmm. If you know that your artist or the artist has this, um, has social anxiety, what 
in your mind thought it would be a good idea to charge fans $150 and have a meet and greet with a person who in that setting is money. Be very uncomfortable. Money. Speaking, but guess what? Now a, they're going on social media bashing her about the experience. No, but but speaking as a, like an artist yeah. manager, that's going to be motivating. Yeah, I'm going to be like, she's probably, he's probably going through this or she's probably going through this for a second. That Let money is coming right now. Right. We don't know where this money is going to not come. So I could grab this money right now and divvy it up and you could go cry somewhere else. Now she already canceled shows because of it. Because they but booked a the lot of, and like now they're said, getting bad publicity. Listen, I, I'll, I'll even go as far as saying at one point I was with a celebrity sisters and I saw how poor their management was. And these celebrity sisters no longer have a company or any internet you know, celebrity, or they don't even have a shoe company, just to give you a little more hint. And it was because their management was really poor. Poor, didn't look for anything. They had to do a TV show taping, and they were like in the hoods looking for stuff. It's like, you only go as far as your management. So if you have poor management, they're not going to see that. They're going to think it's an act just like anything else and try to push you or break you out of it. What were you about to say, Um... Yeah, that's that comes from poor PR too, yeah. or people not understanding their artists. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody it comes from somebody not understanding the illness, they don't understand that. Right, right. So that's why they would put them in that position because they say, "Look, I have this talent who's up and coming. This is her first album, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, you want to get her out there as much as possible, which is why you're scheduling meet and greets. You're thinking about the business, not mm-hmm. the individual. So True. it could be them not understanding the concept because I managed too. So." A lot of my times, they don't understand certain things. It's like, well, you got to get together. And then you have mm-hmm. to realize, like, okay, maybe this is not your strong suit. Let me find a way, another way around it. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, they're, they're people are used to a certain template. Like, this artist came up where they were doing meet and greets. Right. So now they're following the formula. Follow the formula that works. No, I agree. That's how the business works. I just thought that maybe they knew her well enough to know that that wouldn't work. But No, no, it's not the, right. the well enough part. It's the money is right now. Like right. And I can go get booked like a pop-up show right now and get 2500 Right, just why not? It's a no-brainer. You're charging 150 yeah, too, even with the um, fans, it's like they're so possessive or, oh, yeah, we um she didn't do this. I'm so disappointed and everything like that. It's like she told y'all she had. A yeah, disorder but who's listening? before who's listening you feel now? me listening? they gotta listen if they their fans Them people ran that 150 dollars and said look <laughs> you didn't even say hi to me and i paid you damn near 200 dollars to meet you and i yeah. think that's their, that i think that's the fans biggest gripe is that we're if you think of yourself from a fan perspective sometimes you don't even have that money What's sometimes you're putting it on credit cards sometimes you had to save save up for that moment and not to say and this is the reason why i say you cannot put celebrities on a pedestal um mm. because they're people too but at the same time it's like a dog if you're using bread that you don't have to meet people and you get that experience it can be disappointing right 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 um yeah i want to wrap up basically it's so much to discuss and i can't wait till we get back you know the next time to talk about the different things that's going on but i want to say I hope one day I aspire to Omarion's um, level of not giving a fuck because, um, yeah, like the situation, how he responded to um, his baby mom, April Jones and Lil Fizz dating was just epic. Um, He was on DJ Vlad and they asked him about it. I don't want to quote exactly how he said it because he said it. So perfectly, um, but we have a clip right here, so check it out. 
you fast forward to 2019, and now you have Lil Fizz and April are, are a thing on social media. Right. And, and the optics are just crazy from, from the outside looking in. If I were to compare it to anything, it would be like, you know, you, you look at your phone and you have, you know, takeoff cuddling with Cardi B. <laughs> okay. you know what I'm saying like okay. <laughs> that's how it looked I saw that uh, when that whole situation became public uh, how did you feel about it um I, I don't feel no ways I, I don't feel I don't feel any way about it I think that um you know if if they're happy you know um then they should be happy you know what I'm saying I, I, th I think that they you know uh, I think they should change the narrative though um because what they're doing well first of all let me just say you know she's still the mother of my children so you know um it doesn't matter you know um or i should say that when something affects her it affects my kids and that affects me that affects me my kids but what she does is you know live your life you know what I mean? Live your life. I think I think people should do whatever makes them happy. Um, I, I I think they should change the narrative, though. You know, um, because if it's if it's their so-called happiness, then I shouldn't be a part of that. You know. Yeah, man. The way that he handled that was very classy. Because I ain't gonna lie, like. Um, I would have been wanting to fuck some shit up. Like, if it was me, like, I don't know if I would have handled it so classy. Because I really just think that, like, how could you holler at somebody you were in a group with, the mother of, your, like, your best friend at one point of times, like, children? I think that is crazy. But the way he handled it, it was so mature and um, classy. So, shout out to Omarion. Um, what do you guys think about how he? Clear, clearly, yeah, it's yeah. Clearly, he's <laughs> if he's been in a group with Lil Fizz for how many years? He knows his dog or his ex dog, and if he's had a relationship and now has children with you know his his babe mama, he knows her too. So he knows when she probably off the leash and he can reel her back. So at the same time, he knows his homeboy probably don't really mess with him all the way. And can't steal his girl, stole some girls beforehand. So if he's over it or more, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like he was just over They've it. They've like, had this issue before, though. Yeah. So it sounds like yeah. he's over it. Like, you know what? I'm, Fizz stole one of his girls? Yeah. Before? Yeah. This oh. is he a, did. He, wow. When they were younger in B2K, and I didn't even realize this till I saw a blog's a story bring it up. He was dating the girl from My Wife and Kids, Jennifer Freeman. And after they broke up, apparently she dated Fizz. And then after she stopped dealing with Fizz, I heard that she was dating Marcus Houston at one point and also got engaged to him. Well, damn, she a B2K legendary member. <laughs> but, I mean, this is not the first time it happened, yeah, so I'm so pretty sure he knows he, him by now to kind of like... To know, like... Hey, allegedly, allegedly. Let me just yeah, put that because right. I'm not no, sure. But, you know, but, but I think that, you know, the whole, the whole breakup and reunion stuff, like I remember I had a promoter who was trying to get me to help him book B2K when they were doing the Millennium Tour and all this stuff and it's like yeah you kind of know the history of what they've been they've, they've been at each other's necks they called they've called out Raz B called out everybody else etc so 
it's like a mutual it's almost like they, they're like an old rap they're group business type. partners at yeah this it's point. like they're, they're, they're not like really, an old rap there's group, no like, relationship there at this point it, oh, it's, just, it's strictly like coming yeah. together okay we're gonna do this one more time all right let's do it they just put he <laughs> just put out a flyer for millennium tour 2020 yeah yeah i was gonna say omarion yeah marion they so i don't know who they're gonna book for next year if they're gonna do it again well they're Here's a little hint. I don't know if this is going to be final, but there was um American Idol runner-up. I don't know. Her name was Leah or something like that. Leah. A uh, big, powerful voice out of New York. But she was part of the tour this year. But she did all the uh, New York and New Jersey. So she's going to be part of that tour next year. And they're trying to find some other, like, Songtress. I don't know, bro. If it was me, I wouldn't fuck with that nigga, honestly. <laughs> nah, but, but we gotta, we gotta <laughs> pray for the spirit of Amaria. Why nobody mentioned the baby yeah. mama though, the wife? Why nobody? No, but because like I said, she, she, he probably already knows. You know, like I said, the leash part. He already know like she gonna get past the gate. She claims that we're seeing a side of Amarion that she does not see it's in like private. A baby mama it's basically yeah, what she, she says yeah. is that he acts one way for the public, but when she tries to deal he with might him cry at on night a private level about the sure. kids and stuff, she he gives her a hard time. So at the end of the day, I don't know what's going on at home, but all I know is that I want this the spirit of Omarion in the public where I'm able to just not Even give a fuck about nothing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No matter how, how oh, teach me your way, sir. Because right. <laughs> I, I'm a Capricorn. I already know I, I don't really give a damn about a lot of stuff, but I want to get to them levels for 2020. Right? Yeah, and I want to get to what's her name? Jean, how you Janae, say Janae Aiko. I want to get to her level because on her new song, Big Sean admits that he made none of your concern, that he made her come nine times. You feel me? And that's the level Sheesh. that. I want to be on for life. That's that's a level I, mean, I aspire to be. Okay, you feel me? Nigga, be you know. It's her song. It's her song. I ain't gonna talk about it. Are they still in relationship? Big Sean had a guest verse. Had mm-hmm. a guest verse on there. And he and tw- I mean, social media was in an uproar because he said in the song like you know. Hit it nine times. He no no. He made her come no, nine, nine times in one setting, and so people Niggas like seem very excited about that. What? Like everybody, who me? Yes, I am very excited about it because, like, yo, like that's like you know somebody know they doing. Like I've had an experience where somebody knew the fuck they they was doing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I want to be on that energy. And the craziest part is. I saw so many girls saying like nine times, like I've what? I, I've never even came once, and I'd be like, uh uh-uh, uh, who y'all fuck with? What kind of life y'all live? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, but I don't know, man. Like, no, but I ain't gonna lie, I had a little experience with this nigga. You feel me? Uh-huh. I see why she don't want to leave him alone, but I ain't gonna lie. I, I see why she got his face tatted on. <laughs> oh yeah, it makes sense now. Mm-hmm. But what it, you it makes complete say? sense now. Mm-hmm. I had a real experience? experience with this nigga. You feel me? I ain't gonna lie, boy. That nigga, duh, boy. He done took me to another get, level. Get How many times like, is the most get time? Straight raw. Yeah, we gonna end it like this. How many okay, times if we wanna get did you get straight, straight raw, raw with it? How many you, times you did you come in one I setting? I like to be private, but I ain't gonna. I'm a squirter. You know what I mean? Shush. Um, she's gonna give her Twitter name later on. Later on, if you guys wanna slide into her DMs, you know, she'll she'll give her her Twitter. How many times? How many times have you came in one sentence since we put it out? It's great, bro. That's how we go in. Let's go. Let's go. 
I could say honestly that I remember seven. But I don't <gasps> think I got to like nine. But that nigga was going for like hours. I love that shit. Some girls say in one like, session. Like, yeah, in one yeah. session. Okay, okay. I, I ain't gonna you. lie, dog. Y'all gonna say go for like hours. I ain't gonna lie. You gotta make him not the first time though, and then he could go a little yeah, longer the second the time. Yeah. yeah, that's why I always say, open Yo. up with head. I'll piece you better. Let me get this first one out the way. Minute but I had this little nigga. You feel me? He made me come. They gonna talk about that the next minute empowerment brunch. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on, but I ain't gonna lie, and you know, I'm putting it out there since you kept the straight raw. Yeah. Dog, I ain't gonna lie to you. The most I ever came one time was 19 times, and I what? know because I counted them back to back. And back I was to just, back? Yes. That nigga no, demon. I know he got yeah, your yeah. soul. Listen, it started That's when I started dealing with this person. The first time, That's it was ungodly. like seven times, and I was like, oh my God, like. Seven times back to back. Then the next time it was like nine. Nah, then the next was, time it was eleven. That was I, I was counting and nineteen times, bro. Like back to back, just nah, sis. That was Lucifer. In the G spot, and you know, I said that on Twitter today. Sometimes the only G spot a nigga know is at his homeboy crib. <laughs> no, but I ain't gonna lie. He hit it. He hit these niggas the, don't know for real. in the back. These niggas really don't be known. And when I saw that, on, I oh, saw them talking about this nine, this nine no. times. I was just like, no, it's really possible. It really is. But man, that shit don't make no shout damn sense. out to them. And the last thing I want to say is our cheers to success this week, presented by Bel Air, goes to Jay Z and the Sean Carter Foundation. Um, this past weekend at the Hard Rock hotel he raised six million dollars with um his team to help kids go to college so cheers to success shout out to <laughs> jay-z doing big things i heard he has a book also coming soon so you know we laying around for that i want to say shout out to Jax. thank you so much um for being a special guest and for letting us come through and invade your space this evening real quick tell them where to follow you at at Jax the Messenger, at Twitter, Snapchat, at Wait, Instagram. Spell Instagram. it, spell it though. J A X T H E M E S S E N G E R. That's J A X T H E M E S S E N G E R. Follow Messengers uh, Talents, follow Messengers Apparel. Yeah, I gotta get my gear. Yeah, manager, uh, molding, molding Messengers is a publishing company. Anything Messengers is with us because we all have a message in everything that we do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes! yes. That's that's right. Yeah. I envy. Tell them where to follow you at. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at me. Um, it's spelled E N underscore V Y underscore underscore M E. I know you're gonna get a lot of DMs this evening, envy after that straight raw story. Just man, follow. fuck them niggas. I don't want to talk. <laughs> wow. Okay. Anyways, uh, you can follow me on IG at Shay S H A underscore B A E eight nine, and on Twitter Viva La Shay V I V A L A S H A Y. Hollywood Shay. Mm. No wow. too. I need to get some cupcakes. If I need some cupcakes, where can they follow? Um, you can get, you can purchase cupcakes or custom cakes or custom cupcakes, um, at underscore N-O-L-E-E-S underscore on Instagram and Twitter. The show. And lastly, um, if you want to find me, you can find me at the FGC group. That's T-H-E-F-G-C-G-R-O-U-P. Um, Monday through Friday, Saturday through Sunday. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> and make sure you follow me at Empress Raw. That's E M P R E S S R A W. Make sure you follow the show page at It's Straight Raw. And also straightraw.com, the website for everything entertainment, news, and more at straightraw.com. And that's S T R, the number eight raw.com shout out to munch you know what i'm saying the sound man for having us right shout out to bel-air for providing the vibes and we appreciate everybody that tunes in make sure you can check out this podcast on anywhere that you can check out podcasts um apple Podcasts, spotify all the major outlets anywhere that you listen to podcasts just search for straight raw with the number eight str the number eight raw R-A-W. Much love. Appreciate y'all for checking us out. Make sure you tell a friend, comment, like, subscribe, and we'll see y'all back next time. Much love. Y'all.